it doesn't feel right and having to explain to my daughters that this is how I have to write it on these papers because they question why am I writing it wrong. Okay, that was Shani P talking to APTN about the challenges and the roadblocks that she faces when she's trying to get the government to recognize the traditional names of her daughters. And this is something that the BC Liberal MLA for Columbia River Revelstoke, Doug Klovachuk, is trying to get changed, actually, has introduced his Indigenous Names Statutes Amendment Act. And this, the, the NDP government has not yet addressed this. They, they failed to call forward a similar bill about a year or so ago. Let's talk about why this is so important, though. So Doug Klovchuk joins us now to talk more about it. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Simeon. It's great to be here. Can you tell me what inspired this? Well, you know, number one, uh, the inspiration uh, for this bill was, was because it's needed. But I also received a uh, letter from a grade 12 high school student in Golden who was impassioned about this uh, issue, uh, articulate. And uh, so when I read that letter, I just said to myself, I've, I've got to do something about this. And I, I think the lesson I really wanted, uh, you know, Emmy Abs to have uh, from Golden was the fact that even though you're not old enough to vote yet, uh, your voice can be heard in the legislature. And she was so passionate and, and articulate about it that uh, I decided I had to put forward this bill. And it was about time that this did it. And to your point, uh, we did it and uh, I put it forward in uh, 2002 and nothing came of it. So I put it uh, forward again uh, this, uh, this session and we'll see where it goes. Okay. And tell me about the bill then. What would it call for? Well, basically what this uh, bill does is it, it introduced legislation that allows Indigenous language characters uh, on birth certificates, uh, pardon me, birth certificates, uh, adoption papers and, and pieces of government identification in British Columbia. And, um, what, what, what it really looks like is it will allow for characters other than Latin alphabet letters, <clears throat> excuse me, to be officially accepted and recognized on these government documents like birth certificates and so on. So question marks, uh, you know, little uh, uh, triangular symbols, different types of symbols uh, that would be recognized that are incredibly important to those names and, and to those people. So that's what it would do. And and um, previously, the, uh, the Indigenous uh, First Nations, uh, Inuit, uh, and of course, uh, Métis people have been told by the government that we can't do this. We don't have the software to do it. Well, you know, the way that I looked at it is that uh, with the amount of money they're shoveling out of the back of their truck right now, they certainly can find some uh, software writers to uh, to make this happen. And, and I, I was very pleased when uh, when in, in the House when uh, the NDP government uh, made it possible for uh, for Ukrainian uh, refugees to write their driver's licenses in Ukrainian. And that's going to be happening, according to the Solicitor General, by the end of the month um, instead of Russian, which makes complete sense. And. I guess what I, the way that I look at this is, is that if it can, you know, and, and that's the right thing to do, uh, if, but if it can happen for those folks, it should be happening for the Indigenous people of this country. Right. You make a great point, though, but where there's a will, it can be made to happen, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the, the upside of this, uh, this time around is that uh, after I had presented the bill in the House, I did get a, a, a message, a note message passed to me from the Minister of Indigenous Affairs and Reconciliation that he wanted to meet with me. And that meeting hopefully is going to happen next week when we're back in session. And hope, you know, with, with any good luck, we can push this thing forward. But you have to remember that these, these Indigenous names were, were literally stolen um, from re- residential school survivors, uh, the 60 Scoop, 
uh, the, you know, prior prior to uh, arrival of of, uh, of uh, you know colonialists, there, there were people here for thousands of years who had names, and these names were literally stripped away from them in, in that residential school system process. So these people want these names back because they have significant cultural meaning and value. One of the other things I like about this is that. Your bill provides funding for language revitalization programs, where these are also becoming quite popular, aren't they? Well, they, they, they sure are. And I think it's really important to note along that line is that this bill uh, falls in, in, in concert with the, uh, with the adoption of, of uh, UNDRIP, uh, one of the calls to action in Truth and Reconciliation, uh, one of the 94 calls, I think it's Section 17, um, and if you if you recognize, in order for reconciliation to happen, uh, there has to be the recognition of truth. Well, the truth is that these names were literally stolen away from indigenous people. So once you recognize that truth, the way to reconcile this is to fix it. And the government has the opportunity, has the resources to fix this. So you know, get off your hands, guys, and let's get this done. What is the impression that you've gotten then from the government about the possibilities of this bill actually making it through? Well, the first time I presented it, I did get some feedback from some ministers that I know on that side, and I won't name them, but uh, they thought it was a really good idea. They thought it was a good bill. And the fact that uh, Minister Rankin sent me the note immediately after I sat down in my chair in the legislature, I think that's a good indication that uh, they're interested. So, you know, I'm going to keep pushing this thing, and uh, I I call it, I mean, it's it's Bill M213, but I still call it Emmy's Bill from the young woman in gold and that that sent the the letter to me, and I'm going to keep pushing it as hard as I can. Well, I think it's fascinating. Thanks so much for talking to us about it this morning. Well, I sure appreciate the opportunity, and you have a fantastic day. You too. That's Doug Klochuk, who's the BC Liberal MLA for Columbia River Revelstoke, talking about his private members' bill. Now, I know private members' bills, they face an uphill battle, right, by their very nature, because they don't generally have the support of the government, so you have to get things passed. But this one seems a little bit different. This, it, It's a great idea. It's something really, he's right, that the government should have already done. And there is a way to make it happen if the will is there. So it has been praised by Indigenous leaders and organizations. They see this as an important step towards reconciliation, the recognition of Indigenous rights. Still early, though, in the process, so we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens with it.